Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I am Condra Boudreaux. We're here to talk about Minute 58 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. No. Wait, not 58, 54? You really messed this up there. Yeah, I think this is 54. This is definitely 54. Okay, this is so here to talk about Minute 54 of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which begins with Fox saying, I guess we always were, and it ends with him saying, Ash? And about to say something else. I mean, the only way people would get this and people would get would not get your joke in the future if they're downloading this for the first time is Tyler messed up the first few hours of um, our release last week and labeled it minute 57. Yeah. So So my bad. Whoops. It's all better now, though. So I don't know why you're bringing it up again. Uh, Because I thought it'd be fun. I I thought I would surprise you with a little joke. For the listener at home, she's looking at me with a displeased face. So we've got two different scenes in the, or we're finishing up the uh, Mr. Fox and Felicity scene in the waterfall zone, and then the waterfall zone. Oh my god! Is that where Shamu sprays you? No, I watch too much Undertale let's plays. The waterfall <laughs> zones, <laughs> Undertale. Okay, it's fun. And then we turn into the rest of the sewer with a moment between Ash and his father. Yes, who's his father? I don't know. So, yeah. So Fox is kind of wrapping up his apology. He says, like, I guess we always were wild animals, uh, which whatever is kind of a nothing line. Yeah. But then he moves in and they there's like a moment of reconciliation, like reconciliation. They move together. They beautiful mid shot of them with a waterfall in the background and they're they're almost silhouetted, but you can still see details. The way the camera zooms in is also really cool. So pretty. Uh, Fox says, uh, if I had it all over again, I would have never let you down. It was always more fun when we did it together. Which is such a lame, like, that's an excuse and a half. Like, I hate that. That's like saying, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Oh, man. What a good line, though. Um... (laughs) The I hurt your feelings. Not yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But it's still like really frustrating that it's just not. It doesn't feel genuine to me. Still, like I think it. I think it, it does is, feel genuine in this moment. It's genuine esque, but the fact that he threw in the it was always more fun. Like it's still like oh, but not fully. Well, we'll get back to this later. But uh, Fox is not like the sincere type. He likes to end with a quip. Yeah, and then Felicity shows that she can end with a quip too. That I wouldn't call it a quip, but uh, she's savage. Uh, so she says, "I love you," and they do a weird fox kiss. I hate that too. That's it's like anthropomorphization only can go so far, and I think putting a human kiss between two foxes does not. Would it have been worse if they like started licking each other? I think I'd have been okay with that because they do that in The Lion King. What did they do in The Lion King? In the Can You Feel the Love Tonight part, Nala starts licking. They just Simba. lick. They just lick each other's faces. Yeah, I feel like they that's like worse. nuzzle and then they start. And then Nala licks Simba once. I feel like the and nuzzling get, would be good. She, they nuzzle. She licks him, and then she goes back into that like, "Hey, want to make out?" kind of face. Oh, that that Nala <laughs> face. It's a meme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that mean, face makes me uncomfortable. Yes, <laughs> I mean it's also memed for a different reason. But we are a family friendly show. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, that kiss is, it's just really weird, but their hug is cute. But I think, I I don't know, I think the kiss is like the best version of the kiss. I, I'm imagining like the different trials of them kissing, like I'm imagining they tried it like many different times and they were like, no, that looked wrong or like. I mean, I would have, 
I think a nuzzle would have been nice. Or like a head, forehead to forehead. So what's the sound effect of the kiss? Is it George Clooney and Meryl Streep actually kissing? No. I need that fanfic. No. <laughs> so it's just some random sound effect. Probably. Lame. I mean, it could be a sound effect of people kissing, but I very much doubt it was George Clooney and Meryl Streep. That'd be interesting if like the sound effect of people kissing was like some famous couple, though. Like the way laugh, laugh track is um, Dead people. From- yeah, from I Love Lucy, because that's the only time people genuinely laughed ever for, on a sitcom. <laughs> uh, Shots uh, fired. That's right. I went there. Well, no, a lot of sitcoms are like recorded live in front of a studio audience. And yeah, they say that. but they bolster it with dead people's laughs. I mean, fair. Yeah. What was I saying? So, yeah, which two people are kissing and like the kiss sound effect? What is it, it like old Hollywood? Is I, it like? I bet it'd be like, like Casablanca, like that generation of hollywood yeah i mean that's when most sound effects like started and then like there have been some modernization of sound effects like with new tech and stuff but like what if it was like in the jazz singer like someone got kissed in the jazz singer and that's the only kiss they've ever used since that'd be actually pretty cool (laughs) that'd be really neat even even if it's possible to just record people kissing they just don't and they just use the the jazz singer but then they put like they kiss or it's like it's like a pack. Yeah. It's at least it's There's nothing. No tongue. No. They hug, and she's like, "I love you, but I shouldn't have married you." Boom! Oh, fire! What oh. up, Felicity? What do you think she's going for here? Like, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Did she marry him just because they were pregnant? Were they married before? Like, we don't know when they got married." I think the implications: they were married before. I don't know. It's it's not like a I want a divorce or like I want a breakup line. Yeah. It's just like in the long run of things, it was a bad decision for me to marry you. Like, especially because at this point in the movie, it's like they it's they seem to be doomed. Yeah. But Felicity's not perfect either. No, and I'm just thinking about it too. Like she traveled to marry Mr. Fox because her brother lives. On the other side on the of the other valley side. or yeah. river or whatever. So, like, she traveled to live with him. So, like, maybe there's a, like, there's been lots of little things over the years. And it's, like, looking at the grand scheme of things, maybe this was not a good idea for me to, like, uproot myself and, like. Yeah. I feel like Felicity, like, even here, like, may be going too far. Like, that's not something you say to someone. He really messed up. Yeah. And that's okay, but I don't think you say I shouldn't have married you. I'm a I'm a 21 year old person. I don't know anything about long term relationships and marriage, but like even that, like that seems like something that would mess with your head a lot. Maybe, I mean, they know each other so so well that maybe it is like one of those wake up calls. Like, like we were saying in the last minute, he's not thinking about his family here. So if he's not thinking about his family, why should she? be invested in their family or something like if that's the only way for him to think hey like she's right like if we never would have gotten married like what would my life actually be and then he realizes nothing my life wouldn't be anything if i didn't have my family yeah he'd just be stealing chickens or dead or dead it's a very it's a wonderful life from what i understand if it's a wonderful life, i've never seen it but i think that's what it's about yeah i mean it's a little less depressing in this movie yeah but uh let's hop into the majority of the minute which is uh fox talking to ash unless you've got more to say about felicity no just a really pretty waterfall yeah pretty waterfall we've had about this is the third minute we've been able to talk about it and i guess yeah the i shouldn't have married you line 
it's a powerful line that I, like I don't think there's ever a line later where she's like, "No, I was wrong. Like I should have married you." Da- I think mm. at this moment she is right in saying that. Yes. But I want to broach. I want to broach spoiler like going ahead territory, but at the same time, it's not a it's not a hard fast rule. All right, does she know she's pregnant? Yeah, I guess that's a fair question. I my guess would be no. Okay, because I'm like thinking about it. If that was also wrapped into this, that statement would make a, like it would make some more sense, kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, okay, so uh, so Ashen Ash is sitting in a room, letting off some steam. Literally, uh, there's a pipe next to him that's letting off steam, and he's sitting there in that room. I thought it was a funny bit bit of a uh, image comedy. Definitely, and he's just he looks so small and sad. Um, and Mr. Fox comes up behind him and has to like duck under a pipe. Well, and- what's interesting is Mr. Fox like he doesn't come straight in. He kind of like looks at him. From behind for for a second, like oh, there's my son, and then he like goes in for the big talk. Mm-hmm. The big talk. <laughs> the big talk. Not that. Do, big do you talk. know where little foxes come from? Well, it's basically what he's, uh, he does talk a bit about that. So yeah, Fox comes in. He starts asking Ash, like, "Hey, do you know about like the time I found out your mom was pregnant with you?" And of course, this is a, a story Ash has heard a million times before. So he's kind of like saying the answers along with Mr. Fox. He's like, yeah, you were about to get, you were like trapped in a fox trap and you guys dug to get out. And Fox is like, you're stepping on my lines, which is funny. It is. Um, he also does that like, hand, Ash does a little hand, oh, yeah. he's hand like, wave. He's like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I got it. And I thought that was a nice, a nice uh, like nonverbal cue. Yeah, it was very much in Ash's character too. Yeah. Mr. Fox starts talking about digging and like, He's like, the whole time we were digging, I couldn't help but think, who is this little boy going to be? And then Ash is so inclusive, and it's like, or girl, and it's like, hmm, is there implications here? Do I read too much into this? Do I insert queer things into everything? Probably. Yeah, I think he's just being like... But I think he's being really sweet about it. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Fox is like, what... Mr. Fox is like, what do foxes do better than everyone else? We dig. And I'm like, are foxes the best digger? Because I definitely don't associate foxes with digging. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I guess it's probably something that's relatively true. Otherwise, I mean, foxes live in holes, don't they? Yeah. See, that was funny. I reread the book yesterday. And he, like, the character in that book, Mr. Fox, like, brings it up all the time, too. Like, how foxes are such good diggers and they're, like, the best digger. And I'm like... But like, but that's what like in the a plot mole? of the plot of the book is like, yeah, they dig to, under the farms and yeah, get yeah, stuff. Yeah, but like, I feel like a mole would be a better digger. Moles, They've evolved, like, because no moles live underground predominantly, but they might not be the best diggers. But like foxes or worms, I bet worms are the best diggers. I, we're, we're talking like foxes might just be the fastest diggers. Like moles or worms might be more efficient diggers. But like foxes might be faster they're or something bigger. because they're bigger. Well, yeah. But in this film, they're not much bigger. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, Ash says or girl, and Fox says like yeah, correct because at the time we didn't know, yeah. which is like a classic Wes Anderson like fast delivery quippy line. But it's funny. Yeah, I definitely did like that little like Ash. Ash was engaging in it, which was interesting. Like yeah. he's not completely dismissive of his father. Like inserting that line says something about Ash and how he's paying. It. He's mad at his dad, 
mm-hmm. but he's still like engaged in the story and like wants to yeah. be part of it. Well, and then so Fox is what he's saying is like I was wondering what this little boy or girl was going to be like. Who is this child going to be? Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't get the resolution in this minute, but. <sighs> Well, I get like I was saying earlier, it's like it's a rare moment of sincerity from Mr. Fox. Like mm-hmm. th- there's no quip it, like, well, there's a quip in this line, but it's it's a quip not inserted by Fox's character. It's just a happenstance quip. Yeah. Uh, happenstance quip. That's the title of this episode. There we go. No, but definitely it's, it is a moment of like sincerity that I don't see. I find this much more sincere than I find Mr. Fox's yeah. apology. Well, I think it takes the the moment between Mr. Fox and Felicity for Mr. Fox to get the ability to do this scene with Ash. Mm-hmm. Here's a question. Uh, has Ash ever heard the words, I love you, from his father? Ooh, what a question. I'm going to bet not really. Like, I feel like parents have the tendency and like, I don't know, I... Like, in the grand scheme of things, I have no idea. But, like, parents often say it a lot to younger children, but once children become a bit more aware, they're less... Like, they still say it, but, like, less frequently? I don't know. Until, like, it's really hyper-aware again. I feel like Fox has told him, but just, has like, hasn't Not told him recently. in a while. And so Ash is getting into that kind of emo phase. Or even if he did say... Even if Fox did say he loved you, he'd be like, No, you don't! <laughs> Oh, poor Ash. But I mean, but Ash... No, not but in this like, moment, though. Yeah, in but, this moment, it's pretty sincere. If Mr. Fox would have said it in another moment, I might not have believed him. Yeah. Like, and then Ash saying, no, you don't, would have been believable kind of thing. Like, Yeah. Remember when Agnes is like, Ash is like, you're supposed to be my gym partner. And Ash is like, no, you're not. You're disloyal. <laughs> like, that would be the delivery. Not he gym. Would... It's not gym partner. It's lab partner. Yeah. You're supposed to be my lab partner. No, you're not. You're disloyal. Like, that's the tone Ash would have used with his dad. He was yeah. like, no, you're not. And I think that just shows that Ash has some awareness. Like, it's Ash being aware. Ash is a sensitive person. He's rough around the edges because that's kind of how he's been taught to be by his father. But, I don't know, he's still a kid that needs love and nourishment. Mm-hmm. And this is a good moment between him and his father where they have the little, like tete-a-tete between them but it's also a sincere moment mm-hmm. definitely that's all i've got yeah we can wrap it up here if you want it, this conversation continues in the next minute yeah so. So, and uh yeah it's really i really trying to wrap my head around the like i shouldn't have married you but i know it's really hard because what does like what are the implications i think it's dangerous to put felicity on a pedestal and be like everything she says is perfect yeah because i don't think that's true. I think it's okay for her to have some character flaws. It's better for her to have some character flaws. For her to, like, as we said earlier, she lashes out and hits Mr. Fox. Obviously, we don't like spousal abuse, but, like, it was a good moment of Im- imperfection. Yeah. And maybe this is an instance of her going too far. In this moment, she feels like she's made a mistake. But I think in the upcoming min- minutes, we we realize that Mr. and Mrs. Fox are a great team. And then that's part of what makes them so good together. Yeah. That makes sense. Speaking of great teams, we've got another episode coming at you next week from here at the Amateur Nerds Studios. Ooh, we have a studio now. How fancy. Yeah, we're in the studio right now. Oh. That's why there's no echoes in this room. Oom. Oom. Sorry, there's an echo just there. 
If you want, you can follow us on Twitter at Amateur Nerds, or you can fi- follow Tyler directly at Amateur Nerds. At T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y, Tyler Booty. You can also email us at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. That's where I was going with that. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are sold or bought. Not all of them. Don't say that. Google, you can always give it a good old Google. Good old. But not Bing, though. Don't Bing it. (laughs) Please don't. Save yourself a lifetime of hassle. Don't Bing it. So, yeah, we hope you join us next time for minute 59 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. No, Tyler, I'm going to think we're a minute, like, several minutes ahead, and I'm going to actually look up the wrong minute next week. Minute 55. Thank you. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.